Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. So my guest today, you guys, is an absolute superstar. Uh, got a great story. Been in the business for uh, just about two years, and I cannot wait to share his numbers and his story. Uh, my man Tane is back with me for episode number two. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Appreciate Absolutely. It. So, so you and I, I think I interviewed you uh, on my YouTube channel. Right when we first met, when we right when we first started working together, um, it was before I hit my twenty transactions mark. That's right. That's right. At that time, my goal was twenty five for the year. Yeah, that's right. So, really quick, let's bring people back. Uh, what market are you in? Where do you sell real estate? I am in the Virginia Beach area, um, Hampton Roads, we call it, but uh, everyone knows Virginia Beach, so I'll just stay Virginia Beach, make it easy. Got it. So you were in IT. You moved to Virginia Beach, and if I remember correctly, it's a new market for for you. You don't you don't have a bunch of friends and family there, correct? Nope. Still trying to build it though. Yeah, that's great. So people actually like you down there. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So so you moved to a brand new market. You start a brand new career in a brand new industry. How did you end up your first year that we were just talking about off air? So my first year, I have my CRM open. So my first year, I finished up with 33 t- transactions. Um, and then my, I finished with 8.5 million in sales and my average sales price was 256,000 and my GCI was 209,000. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And it it's gets so funny, even- man. I look back because like my, just like everyone else, the goal was a hundred thousand. I know. Um, and at that time, when I first, when I first had the interview with you, I was just trying to hit 25 and I passed it. It's amazing. And, uh, this year already, you've already passed that, what you did your first yeah. year. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So where are yeah. you at year to date in 2021? So my year to date right now, uh, this year, so I'm at pretty much 200,000, but I have closing lined up tomorrow and uh, 200,000 for GCI, but sales volume is 7 million. Um, dude, dude, yeah. dude. So you've yeah. already made 200,000 uh, yeah. in, in 2021. What did you make? What was your salary in IT? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I finished off as director of support at an IT company at 62,000 a year. Um, that took me about pretty much like four and a half to five years to get to that salary. So, um, and it's kind of crazy. It's sad um, because I lived in New York at the time too. So that it's really not much over there. So I was just getting by and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But like I said before, I've picked up a good amount of trees from that, from that. Yeah. That's brought it over. That's the, that's the best way to look at it. Cause obviously I can't go back in time and get into real estate earlier. (laughs) Well, the thing is, it's just, you know, I think about this all the time. I, you know, society tells us go to college, uh, go get a good job. That's the safe route. I look at it as being way too risky. Look at what's just happened in your life in the past two years. Could you imagine staying at the IT firm making sixty-five grand? You already made four hundred thousand dollars in in less than two years being in sales, being an entrepreneur. So uh, that's a whole nother topic. But it's amazing what people are willing to believe if society pushes it for long enough. I guess. Do you have any thoughts on that now, knowing what you what you've been able to do? 
Oh, I mean, it's it's amazing money. Um, there's definitely uh, it's not it's not meant for everybody. I could that's tell you right. That much. Um, just that's you know that's the best way to put it because if if it was, everyone would be doing it and definitely earning it. Um, but it's it's an awesome feeling, especially when I'm making it now. Yeah, of course, I wish I could have started young, like young and 19, 20 years old. But the neat thing is, I'm hoping younger guys like John Salazar pretty much yeah where i'm at he's only 23 to 24 years old so it's nice seeing him get doing really well too that's Um, true that's true trying to help out other young people pretty much and and you're right you know what i have to give that that's a really good point and and i and i forget that sometimes just because there there's people that win in this business in a big level like you are you're you're part of the 10 percent i mean 90 percent are failing left and right can't get one listing can't do anything in this business. So it's not for everybody, but we have you here now. Let's talk about how in the world you're able to do this. So let's first start off by talking, what lead sources are you focused on prospecting right now? So Brandon, when I first started the first year, man, I went on so many preview appointments. I know like the preview presentation, like the back of my hand right now, and same thing with listening presentation. Uh, This year, I barely go on any preview appointments. Uh, the ones that I do go on, I'm getting the listing. So yeah. um, right now, I get a Fisbo. I haven't. I haven't not listed at least two Fisbos for the past two years. A month. So each month, I'm consistently getting two Fisbos. Um, uh, and the reason why I cut that down too is because the market shift. Obviously, I didn't want to get burnt out by going on all these preview appointments. And I started feeling that. I think in like. December, January time. Um, so I, I, my main business, obviously, Fizbo is my most consistent, um, but what's uh, also helping is expireds, and on top of it, geo leads and absentee leads. I love uh, it. Yeah, the geo leads and absentee leads, I I, I personally like them the most. Um, and I throw them all into one bucket just because of the fact that it's, yeah. you know, I'm calling around my listings, I'm calling around, you know, just sold, all that. So um, it's just, I think by far the, more, uh, it's more of a, it's more for people that have a longer term, uh, more delayed gratification. That's the best way to put it. I think it takes more delayed gratification than Fizbo's yeah. expireds. Uh, cause like the geos and absentees, I'll, I'll end up listing these people like seven to <laughs> seven months down the road. It's never really, I call them and I caught them perfect time and they're ready to list that same, same month. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about those two, the uh, couple things you just said. So yeah, with geo and absentees, the reason why you probably like them so much is it's little to no competition. You're not, yeah, I know, I know. You're not getting, <laughs> and you're not getting compressed on commissions like you are Fizbo's and expireds. Yeah. Um, so, so it's a beautiful way to build a business if you can commit to making the contacts because it takes so much more effort to get those quality leads. That's the first thing. Would you agree? Correct. Yep. Yep. And then the other thing is, so you're getting. Uh, Fizbo's is still your bread and butter. You're get the, getting those all the time. Um, yeah, how are you? Months, but I think I think once the market slows down, because I'm still calling them. So once the market slows down and everybody's given up, um, I'm pretty sure I'll get back to what it was like the first year, which was almost like four Fizbo's a month. Yep, absolutely. I mean, that's that's. I mean, when this market uh, it'll re- probably be more. It'll, it'll, it'll be more because once this market really shifts and there's. 20, 30 expires and 10 or 15 Fizbos a day in your market, yeah. y- you will be a listing machine. I mean, you can make a million dollars with your skills. That's what's going to happen. I guarantee it. Um, okay. You're already pacing 
this year for what seven hundred grand, something like that. I thought I would. I thought I, I was paying for five hundred, but I could be wrong because I got ten impending right now. I got three more listings coming up uh, this upcoming week. So, um, but again, it, yeah, who knows? Because I thought last the first year, I thought I was like, oh, nice, I'm going to hit a hundred mil, a hundred thousand. Next thing you know, I'm at two two hundred something. I'm like, holy crap, that time flew. What does so, your what what does your wife think about this life and like what you've been able to do in such a short a time? Oh, she's absolutely happy. Um, the one thing that I'm working on now, it's so crazy the stages you go through because the one thing I'm working on now is going on four vacations a year. Love it. So, um, you know, and it's so we got our next vacation, my our second vacation for the year coming up, end of the month. Um, but the reason why I threw that in there is because I know I've worked a lot of hours. Yeah. Um, and usually what ends up happening is I'm working late nights, but she's just chilling right there, playing a Nintendo Switch while I'm running comps, sending it out, you know, sending out videos and whatnot. Um, so she's she's absolutely loving it. You know, we, like I mentioned before, we're building up our investment portfolio as well. Um, so this way, eventually, because my my uh, exit plan is through real estate investment. So smart. Um, I don't even know if I like if it happens. Great, but like I, I you know, as I was mentioning with my other coach, like I don't even know if I want to hit a hundred uh, one million GCI a year, just yeah. because I see how much work it takes just to get to. About five hundred thousand a year, like because I'm constantly spinning my wheels on the weekends. You know, I have I always have a Sunday off now, so yeah. I always have that Sunday off. So so let's break this down. And I don't know if I ever told you told you this, but uh, I've I've put probably ninety percent of my net worth from real estate commissions into real estate. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I knew a little yeah. bit, but I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I, yeah, ninety percent probably of our net worth is in uh, residential real estate investments. So I think it's super smart. I mean, it's what we do. We better be investing mm-hmm. in what we do, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you so deals from the cold call too. That's right. Oh my gosh, it's so it's so easy to get into deals that way. So let's break some of this stuff down because people watching this, Tane, if I don't give them the details, they're going to comment on YouTube like, "Dude, you didn't even ask them all these questions." So you're absolutely smashing it. You're working FISBOs, expires, absentee owners, geo leads. Your sphere of influence will probably start to kick in here this year, oh, next I, year. I've already started. So like that was the one thing that I I, I worked on from the beginning was, um, I don't know if you ever see on my Facebook, like I do videos. Oh, yeah. Videos, um, and Phenomenal. my Google reviews are up in the 60s. Um, you know, so it's, I've already been working on my social proof of, so that's another, like I've built that. So it's made client acquisition easier. Yeah. Um, but on top of it, my customer service is really like amazing. So people are willing to do all this stuff and I'm already getting referrals, which is amazing. Um, cause I, I do think like come year five or maybe longer, it might just, it might just be strictly referrals. Maybe, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, that that was the thing. So, so I didn't mean for this to be a coaching call, but the one thing I'll add that that I uh, that that you will experience is you said I don't even know if I'm going to get to a million in GCI selling houses. But the thing you that you just said now, Adding what that. happened to me is, dude, I went from hustling to get to 80, 90, 100 listings a year. Well, let me put this in perspective. I I'm not to that level anymore, but just referrals. Probably last year it was like 72 closings, all referral, all referral. This is okay. no yeah. lead gen. This is all repeat yeah, referral awesome. business. And so you may get there, uh, uh, whether you want to or not, because of the the way you take care of clients. 
and the systems that I know you'll have in your business long-term. So how are you working these pillars of business? Because here's the thing, this is what I really want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. And I want your brutal, honest truth, which I know you will always give, which is, I want to know how you're working these leads and how you're getting the business. Because there's so many people out there that say the work that we do is old school and no longer works. So tell us, how are you going and getting this business? Cold calling, baby. (laughs) The people just don't want to believe it. They can't accept it. They want to listen to the marketers. Oh, that's BS. People are putting ads on my YouTube channel now. You probably haven't seen them. Cold calling is dead. Uh, You know, that's so. So tell us about that. So, yeah, I mean, cold calling, but. So like, here's the thing. Um, I read Million Dollar Agent, uh, Gary Kelly, great book. Yep. I think like after like my year in, uh, about like a year in, I read that. And I knew I had to start using some of my funds that I've built up to leverage essentially, yep. right? So what I've got going on is I call the FISBOs and expires and I do all my follow-ups. My pipeline is really big. So there's a lot of follow-up phone calls. Um, but then I have a, assist, a virtual assistant I've been working with for almost six to eight months where we first started off where he was dialing geo and absentee leads. Um, I used it as a, you know, almost a marketing tool as well for my sellers. Like, Hey, I'm having Absolutely. somebody around the neighborhood, right? Things like that. Um, but so I used him for like two hours in the beginning. Now we're cranked up to eight hours a day. Um, and my pipeline is so big from him calling eight hours a day that it's just literally, I don't have to touch the geos and absentee leads. I just literally touch Bisbos and expires, which barely exists right now. Um, and then my follow-up phone calls. That's about it. Um, and now what I'm working on is doing uh, like client appreciation parties, things like that too, uh, to get more business. And on top of it, you know, going after assistant living facilities, things like that. That's one thing I've been procrastinating on a lot um, that I need to jump on ASAP. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. And I do have um, like, because it's to a certain point where I'm not, uh, I'm not spending like a lot of money in marketing, but I need to also use like, I, so I definitely more, I have Ylopo. That's a you know, yep, like yep. service. Um, but so I, I, anytime I have listings, I throw it on there. I get buyers. Um, the one thing that's changed my business this year as well is I am working with buyers now, actually. Um, but what I am doing is I have showing agents. So I have um, with EXP, I'm a mentor and I have mentees that join. And I end up, ment- you know, mentoring them or not. I pay them per showing, get them to, you know, essentially learn from that as well. Um, so that's helped because I, like in the beginning, I wasn't working sales at all, but then I thought about it because there was another agent near me that was closing like 70 something deals a year, just from buyers alone, which is insane. Crazy. Um, but then he was telling me how his business is turning into sellers now because all the buyers are starting to sell and yeah. they all remember him. So I was like, all right, I don't want to miss out on that. And I'm young. I got the energy. So I would just meet up with the people on the first showing, explain to them, you know, hey, I have showing agents that will get you into the house ASAP because that's all matters right now. So, yeah. So that's essentially what I've done. I do have, I spend marketing, but I have budgets uh, set on marketing. I have budgets set uh, and, you know, I have time allocated as well for when I'm going to be doing my work as well. And so, so you're 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 leveraging the business you're getting through prospecting and then spending the money you made off prospecting to in marketing and advertising to grow it from there. Yeah, because that was my one regret the first year. Um and this year I'm trying to figure out how to add door knocking to my schedule because that's definitely the most uh the highest okay. conversion for sure. Um, for I sure. Just need to figure out how to add that into my schedule, but the first year where I messed up on is those 33 deals I should have gotten one deal out of one deal for like 85% of them just by doing door knocking or whatnot. 
um, whatever, you know, just trying to market the listing. That, that's the part that I messed up on in the first year because I didn't have systems in place. Right. Now I have systems in place to make that process easier to get more business from the listings that I'm getting. Smart. What, what would you say, honestly, to somebody? What, what would you, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think you would get as much business as you're getting without making any outbound prospecting phone calls and you were just doing marketing and advertising? No, I don't think so. Um, and I think it depends on the stage that you're at um, in your business too, because like, that's the one thing I hate to do with, uh, you know, because there are EXP agents, unfortunately doing this where they're using it as a recruiting tactic. Yeah, I'll, I'll teach you how to get close 60 something deals using social media. And then you look them up and like, you got goose eggs, like none of your people, it's like, so, um, I don't think in the beginning when you're new, it's wise for you to spend that much money just because of the fact that all you have is time. So That's right. For, you, you don't have money. You just have all the time. So spend all the time building your skills and uh, prospecting. And then eventually when you get further into the career and then you can start putting more money into, you know, getting more deals from marketing, essentially. Yeah. So I, think and- I think it should be like uh, how my business right now is about 75% prospecting, 25% marketing. Yeah, I love it. And the thing that I always try to coach agents once they start getting some success like you is to spend their marketing budget on the database. So we do such a good job. We make so many contacts. We have such a big pipeline, a big database. So instead of farming uh, or, or spending money marketing and advertising to complete strangers, let's put the budget inside the database. You and I have never even talked about that, but that's where our money goes. Is, is events and direct mail and uh, a, bu- a bunch of things, birthday, our birthday program, our holiday program, all in the database. And that drives new business out of it all the time. Yeah. So so let's talk about, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no that's, that's awesome. That's what I'm working on is the events. Um, I have remarketing through YLOPO for everyone in my database. They get Facebook ads, Google ads, um, but no mailers yet. I, I, you know, I've, I've struggled with the mailers part. Yeah. So let's talk about, you said something that I that I had on my notes that I want to transition to, because the only way that this works is through skills, right? I mean, anybody can just make the calls and a lot of people try and a lot of people fail. So, so what are you finding? Let's try to get super, super tactical here if we can, if we can give the audience some, some really specific strategies and tactics from a skills perspective. Let's talk about FISBOs for a second, okay? Here, here's the biggest thing, Tane, uh, that... I'm getting from our our new agents in our program. They're like, dude, I can't get the listing appointment on the first call. And by the time I do the preview appointment to follow up, they list with a better agent than me and I lose out on the opportunity. So I'm teaching people, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. The way I taught you was designed to be this way. You had to go on all those appointments in the beginning to build the skill, to build the confidence. Now you should not be going on all those appointments. You should only be going on high quality appointments, but you're here now. How are you able to set a listing appointment on with a FISBO first call and go on that appointment and get the listing on the first appointment? So the one thing that's changed from the first year drastically, I got three monitors, um, and the reason why I bring that up is because now I like I know the market much better. So when I see a physical listing and I, I can tell like if they're underpriced and I also have one monitor up and I'll easily, you know, it takes me literally seconds to pull up the MLS, see pending and sold in the area. And a lot of the ones that I'm getting are the ones that are like there is enough room for me to make a full 6% commission Got it. for them to make an additional 2%. So initially on the phone call, I give them a buzz, uh, ring, ring. 
Hello. Hey, uh, this is Tane, the digital realtor with the XP Realty. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Awesome, awesome. I was uh, calling in regards to for sale by owner get up. Just had a couple of quick questions. Did I catch you at a good time? Yeah, that's fine. All right, awesome. First, I wanted to find out the pictures you have up online. Are these up to date? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Cool. So, yeah, another thing I wanted to find out that the home looks absolutely beautiful. I don't think you'll have an issue at all on this home on your own. If for some odd reason you run into this trouble, 60, 90 days go by the road, would you guys consider interviewing agents at all to help you get the home on the market and to get you the highest price? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we can't sell it, we'd absolutely be open to that. Sure. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and what was your name, by the way, sir? Yeah. My name is Brandon. Brandon. Okay. Brandon, the reason why I asked that is, you know, I, I help a lot of for sale by owners that run into problems down the road through my for sale by owner backup plan. There's actually a flexible commission program in place that goes all the way down to 1%. Uh, but the one thing that I'm really seeing is the home that you currently have it listed for, I do believe that with what I have to share with you, I do believe that you should be able to get more than exactly what you're asking for, but on top of it, work with an agent. Are you aware of that? Not, I, I guess not. Not really. Okay. Well, so here's my thought, Brandon. I'm in the area tomorrow between 3 to 6 p.m. What I can do is I'll stop by quickly. I'll preview the property, give you some feedback and tips on what you can do to help sell the home on your own. And then I'll walk you through that for sale by owner backup plan that I'm talking about. And on top of it, I'll share with you exactly what I was just talking about and show you exactly what you'll walk away with. And at the end of the day, you're not going to do anything unless it made sense anyways. Right, Brandon? That's exactly right. All right, perfect. Uh, so tomorrow I'm going to be there between three to six. Which time would work better for you? Yeah, why don't we just say about four o'clock is fine. All right, awesome. So I'll put you down on, uh, for 4 p.m., Brandon. And what's a good email address where I can email you over my information? Just do brandon at gmail.com. All right, perfect, Brandon. I'll go ahead and get the sent over. And again, just a reminder, what I'm doing tomorrow, I'm just coming to preview the property. I'll give you some feedback and tips on what you can do to sell the home on your own. And I'll walk you through that backup plan and I'll share with you exactly the information I'm talking about. And from there, you can decide what makes the most sense for you moving forward. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you're not going to do anything unless it makes sense anyways. But I do believe with what I'm seeing over here in this market, I should be able to get you more money than what you're looking for while working with a realtor. Does that sound fair? Sounds great, man. Looking forward to meeting you. Awesome. Cool. So that's so like that's the one to two that I'm getting a month. Um, just because again, it, you know, it just I am seeing a lot of homes sell on their own. Yeah. So I'm just going through as I'm you know, I'm dialing through and grabbing emails as well. And just uh I'm fill I filled I learned how to fill out the black hole this year. So yeah. that's another thing. Um so I have drip campaigns. Yeah. And once they get once I get a reply, I give them a call, try to set up the appointment. So that's another thing that I added in this year. So so here's the okay. So beautiful, beautiful. The thing is, I hope everybody that's watching this saw it. Yes, he his he knows the script inside and out. This is why we keep trying to tell you guys memorize the script, memorize the script. It's the confidence and the conviction. You, I mean, Tane, that was beautiful. Dude, where your skills have come from, you guys, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, that was so confident in the delivery. He didn't have a piece of paper reading it verbatim. Okay, next line. Number four, uh, Mr. Prospect, uh, would you be open to working with? No, no, no. I mean, so, so what advice would you give somebody to build their skills to where you're at today? Um, what helped me a lot was getting the face-to-face -face at first. Yeah. Um, and then just from there, uh, get because I, I have a lot of confidence now just because of the fact that I, all my clients that I help out are super happy. That's and right. I, you know, I have videos of them literally saying like, yeah, don't go like just work with this guy. I, I earned them $50,000 more than what they were asking for for sale by owner, you know, so things like that. So 
that's really it. I think the confidence comes as you keep building it. But in the beginning, the learning is in the doing. Yeah. So in, in the beginning, a lot of role playing, obviously, um, a lot yeah. of just, you know, going on appointments. That's really it. So because at the end of the day, once you find out like, hey, I'm providing value, like you don't like it. Fine. No worries. And, and you can have that mentality and detach from the outcome because of how much prospecting you do. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Because you, yeah. yeah, because you you know your where your skills are. You know you can generate another opportunity, which leads me to my next question. How, how many contacts are you making daily or what is the goal? Um, so me and including my VA, uh, it's ranging from 30 to 50 a day. I love it. Yeah. And how many appointments will you typically go on listing appointments in any given week, roughly? Um, I would say my, my conversion ratio is really high now. Um, like it's very rare where like, because again, a lot of the leads that I'm converting now or I followed up with them for five plus months, given sending them market analysis yeah. stuff like that. So like I would say two a week, I would say, and then I get about majority of them. I mean, I didn't get, I got, uh, I went on so far this month, three listing appointments and I, uh, no, four, and I got, I missed on one. So, That's great. So, yeah. all right. So, um, and so you're, you're prospecting mainly in the morning. Give us an idea of the schedule really quick, an, an average day, an average week for you. Yeah. So the average day, um, I don't wake up early, um, like super early, but I wake up early enough. I wake up at six. Yep. Um, I, I tried the four or five o'clock, um, but I just found out that it was just, I just couldn't do it consistently. Um, so I just figured I'm just going to do something I could do consistently. So I do consistently six o'clock every day, wake up six o'clock. Um, I added other stuff into my, into, uh, I guess my schedule as well, which is like learning another language, things I love like it. that. So like, so like, so I, I go to, I do martial arts Mondays and Thursdays. And then the other days I'm working on uh, learning another language and as well, uh, real estate investment. So, so you got a little bit going on. You're, you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. You're learning a new language. You do martial arts. I mean, how, how is it that you're able to do so much where so many people want to bitch and complain and they can't even do any business? What do you think is the real difference here? Well, um, I, I mean, I think it's like, I, I had a similar childhood growing up to you, uh, with you, uh, like compared to you, um, just, we didn't mm. grow up with money. Uh, we, we didn't grow up with money. And then, uh, you know, it, it was my, my mom was a single mother, yep. uh, four, four kids, my, my stepdad, and then total seven kids. Yeah. Um, and then we moved into, so we moved to a nicer area, but we were like the poor of the nicer area. So yeah. the same thing as you, I saw all the. I've never been to Disney World. I never I, so the, uh, this was really cool. So uh, about a month ago, I was able to uh, go with my. We finally went on a family trip all together, like me, my brothers, my mom, and it was uh, to the Keys. And I paid for a good amount of the vacation. So, wow! Like, that, was a, that was a really neat thing that I was able to do. Like it was such a nice feeling being able to do that. So that that was like our like. So these are little things that like motivates me even more. You know, stuff like that. Oh. Incredible. So, you know, it's so funny you bring that up. I, I mean, I, I am really under the belief that there, you know, listen, I, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a psychologist, but but growing up uh, through having some pain puts a little chip on your shoulder to perform as an adult. And yeah. I see it time and time again, because on the flip side, 
kids that don't go through that much pain as a, as a child, they don't have a lot of drive. You know, they're kind of just get their job. They stay at the IT company at 60 grand a year and they're good. Dude, they are happy as can be because they're off work at four o'clock. They can shut it off, go to the bar with their friends and they're good. They're in good shape. So that makes a lot more sense. Um, thank you for sharing that, by the way. Yeah. So, so walk us through the appointment, just overall mindset, your approach, you set this appointment, uh, you, you, you go into the appointment. Do you assume that you're walking out with the business up front before you even get to the house? Uh, pretty much. Um, like, because like the appointments that I do go on, they're really strong appointments. Like I got two appointments today, right after this. I know I got the first appointment as a listing. The second one's a FISBO that I gave her the same talk that we just had because I saw that I can get her $35,000 more than what she's looking for and still pay out my commission and she'll walk away with about five to $10,000 more. So wow. like I just put, you know, just using common sense, she understood yeah. the logic, set the appointment. I'm going there literally... It's going to be a listing appointment because I'll have the net sheet, everything with her, and I'll try to get her to sign. Um, it'd be, yeah. So, like, all, most of the time that I, I go in, pretty much I, I assume that I'm going to get it. But, like, it's weird because in the beginning, um, I used to worry when people wouldn't make a decision, like, right there on the spot. Mm. But I don't worry about that as much anymore. I, I came to realize, like, a lot of people are like that, and they do end up signing with me. Like, you know, I... I normally ask them that they have to think about it. I'll confirm with them first. Like, Hey, everything that we had went over today, are there anything that is making you uh, concerned about possibly hiring me as your agent yet get the yes or no. And I'll just confirm that to make sure that there is no objections whatsoever that I missed out on. Cause some people truly need to think about it. Absolutely. Um, and then I'll just, and I'll just leave it be instead of keep crushing them. Right. And I'll follow up with them. Like, Hey, just checking in. And you know, I wanted to see, to, cause I wanted to get a photographer on the schedule and all right. that stuff and go from there. Um, so yeah. let me ask you that. I mean, that, that is such a good point. I mean, in my, well, let me ask you this first and then I'll, t- I'll kind of share some information. What percent of the listings you take, do you get on the first appointment versus it taking, uh, uh, a little bit of follow-up to get them over the hump? Man, the, the ones that I get on the, uh, the first appointment, I'm like super stoked about it. I text the group about it. Just got the list. Yeah. Point. So I, I would say it's a smaller percentage. 80, like, 20, would you say? Uh, 80, 20, as in like, uh, 80% of the people, uh, during follow-up or yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say something like that. All right. So the same thing happened in my career, even when I got up to over a hundred listings, uh, sold in one year. So crazy. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, just to your point, I, I just believe people, a lot of, most people aren't the type that just sign right on the spot. Most. I'm not. I'm not. And so yeah. the, the thought that like a lot of people want to want to come out there and say, oh, you know, if you don't get it, you didn't, you'll never get. I, I mean, I just don't believe that. I think a lot of the time you got to go there, have a nice meeting, present your case, provide a shitload of value, yeah. blow them away, knowing that you're the expert. And then over the next couple of days is where you really experience the conversion. Um, yeah. So I was just curious about that. So what what is, you know, as you look to the future, I know we talked about you, you wanting to build your your residential real estate portfolio. What is the goal though for 2021? So I originally had a goal to do 100 deals this year. Um, and I right now it's just floating in the air um, just because I just see how much it takes to get to 100. Yep. And sometimes I think like, I, you know, like I was having a convo with my, my coach the other day and it's, it's like, 
I don't honestly know why I want to hit 100 besides for the fact that I'm saying I did it because this it's so rare. Yeah. And, you know, I honestly could, like I was saying, well, I'd be happy with 500,000 right. this year just because of the fact this is not my end goal anyways. My end goal is just keep building my portfolio yep. and not drive myself nuts. Like, so like, I, cause I, that four vacation a year thing started after I read the book, uh, 12 week, uh, have you ever read that? Yeah. 12, 12 week, 12, 12 week year. Yeah. 12. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So like, so like I've, so I've read that and then, um, it's got me thinking more of like, do I, what do I really want the hundred deal for? Like sure. it's, it's mayhem. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is. It's it craziness. Because people, people say they want it until you start experiencing it. And I, I'm up to that stage right now where I'm experiencing it. And I think I'll be happy. So, but like, that's what it is right now, 100. But I think I'll be happy if I, because I think I'll end up in the 75 to 85 range. Um, and I, and I'll, I think I'll be happy with that. And that's in your second year in the business. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, that the 100 for me was, was me against me. It was, yeah. it was defeating all my insecurities and my self-doubt. And I just wanted to do it for me. Uh, the money and all that was a byproduct of the of, of, of me accomplishing in that. But I agree with you. It's absolute chaos. There's no balance. You know, I, I really put my wife through a lot and my kids through a lot. And and yeah. so I don't really recommend it for most. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so funny. I'm on this this fitness journey and I've got a one-on-one -on -one coach, and you know, he's like people see these people that are shredded that are four to five, six percent body fat. He's like, I don't recommend that for anybody. It's absolutely a miserable way to live. Um, yeah. and, and to your point, you don't know that until you actually do it. And you're like, this is miserable. I don't know why I ever wanted this. Like I'm perfectly happy at 10, 12, 14% body fat, you know? Yeah. Cause, cause I know what I need to do to hit 100. I'm just yeah, not I know. doing it. That's so, right. Like, that's the reality. Like I know I need to wake up at four o'clock if I want to hit 100. Yeah. That, and you could do it. I mean, I really believe you. I mean, there's no doubt you, you could, you, I mean, there's all kinds of opportunities. So, so tell us what is your goal on the investment side? Like what is, what does that look like? So I'm right now about 35% uh, towards hitting my freedom number, pretty much covering all my expenses through investment. So, but yeah. Residential rentals or what kind I, of investment? I got multis. Okay. Got so, it. Yeah. So, but um. Yeah, the, I would. I don't know what's up with one hundred, but a hundred. <laughs> you want a hundred doors, don't you? A hundred doors is what uh, what my goal was. My goal yeah. is, but so I want to retire by thirty five. Yeah, and just a hundred was a number, and it was a, a crap ton of money essentially when yeah. I wrote it out. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm at right now. Uh, right now, I'm really just working on covering my daily expenses with the multi, trying to get that covered. Got it. How old are you now? Uh, 28. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So, so, um, two last two things. Well, I guess if you can answer it in one question, sure. if you could, and you're working with a lot of new agents and you're mentoring a lot of new agents, what advice are you giving these agents just getting into the business right now that, that you're finding is helping them the most that you wish you would have done right out of the gate? Well, I, I, I tell everyone the cold call, but that's not everyone's cup of tea. Right. So, um, I, I think the major thing is consistency. That's, that's in, in, in anything you do, and, right? Yeah. In anything, because I mean, if you have money, spend it on ads and just be consistent with the lead nurturing and following up and you'll convert the leads. But if you don't have money, then you got to find other ways to spend your time to prospect and just be consistent with it and you'll get deals. Um, that's just real. Everything works because I mean, I have one mentee 
uh, that I got, she she's uh, Spanish fluent, but her English is broken. So I figured the easiest way for you would be to market on Facebook, free free marketing, posting in Facebook groups and whatnot. Had to do that. She did it consistently. We got her her first under contract and under a month. And she so like it that's so that's just literally proof that as long as you do whatever consistently, it will be fine. Just need to be consistent. But what happens is everybody just goes all over the place. This didn't work for one week. Let me try out another week. But it takes it takes I don't know like a, at least two months to see something in return. Sometimes uh, banner season. I, yeah. I like banner season for example. I'm failing miserably at it. Um, but I told myself I'm going to try this for six months and I'm the way I'm looking at it, I'm not going to get any deals until I spend $3,000 in mailers. Yeah. Um, That's great advice. I mean, it's so true. Like people will look at this interview, try calling Fizbo's for a week, not get a listing and say, Oh, what that guy was talking about. Fizbo's don't work. And it's, they're, they're comparing their chapter 10 or their, uh, their chapter one to your chapter 10. They don't know the work that you've put in with your skill set. And everything works if the agent works and they do it consistently enough. So, dude, I want to thank you again. I am so impressed. I'm so excited for you. Um, I'm just really, I think the right word is grateful that that I'm part of your life and I'm on this journey with you because you're just a great human being, man. And I just can't wait to watch you in the future. Same to you, man. Same to you. Um, it's, it's, It's been an absolute you know, like again, running into your group was probably the best thing ever. Because aside from the skills that I've learned, the people I've connected with, all the people I've helped out, um, yeah, it's it's such an amazing thing. Like especially the stuff you're teaching in the group. I'm not as active in the group, but it's just a matter of me being active, working. Um, yeah, well, that's what happens, man. That yeah. that was that was that's the best compliment you could have ever given me was the fact that you came into the group you've succeeded and so that's how it's designed it's not designed for you to hang out there because that means you're not winning yet right yeah. so now you're winning and so man uh, thank you so much where can people connect with you if they want to maybe uh, join EXP or, or learn from you where where can they connect with you yeah um, you can reach out to me on Facebook Instagram. Uh, YouTube uh, everything is pretty much at Tain Law T E I N H L W A. Yeah, feel free to reach out. I, I don't mind. You know, there's people from the group that reach out all the time, and I'm trying to be more active in the group, posting here and there to help out others, uh, yeah. get back as much as I can. Um, but yeah, yeah, feel free to reach out those ways. I'll link all time uh, Tane stuff below, you guys, and you you do a great job giving back, you know. And so again, thanks for all that you do, and uh, you got a, you got a nice career ahead of you. So thank you so thank much, you. man. Have an awesome, awesome week. Best of luck to you rest of 2021, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk to you. Soon. Well, because of you, Brandon, you set the <laughs> you set the foundation up. That's that's the way my other coach put it. You, like literally, you've set a great foundation up to like because everything I do right now is essentially what I picked up from your teaching, and then he's just helping me out with the little stuff here and there, and essentially you know giving me advice on investment. So, well, that means a lot, man. If yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I uh, that means a lot, and and I feel like. You know the work that we've done. I think is just the beginning. I'm working on a whole bunch of stuff. You're working on a whole bunch of stuff. So uh, our, our relationship is very new. There's a lot of good stuff we can do together in the future. But and I know that um, through the work that we do, like how we believe in helping others, that that we can do some cool stuff together. So again, Sounds thank good, you for pouring back in other people, and uh, let's get together soon. Sounds good. I'll see you later. All right. See you, brother. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, 
be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.